We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back get it, get it, get to get another get episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my good buddy Dan. Dan, what is going on, my friend? Well, it's off-season time. Uh, MLS has a tendency to, uh, when the season wraps up, that's it. Nothing else. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we look forward to next year. and No more soccer. You know, no more men's soccer. To, condolences to everyone that, uh, you know, was, was lowly ranked below us, because we did really good. <laughs> Life is good, man. Life is good. What's uh, what's good in your hood? Oh, I'm just chilling, just chilling, watching uh, Travis Kelsey catch four touchdown passes in a game, and only getting like thirty yards or something. Twenty-five shit. yards. Oh it's my! A wild Lord. stat line: seven catches, twenty-five yards, four touchdowns. Hey, that's the best though. Only shows up when it matters. It's like a de- a designated hitter in baseball, mm-hmm. just coming out to swing the bat. And go yard. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Patrick Mahomes passing Troy Aikman for career touchdown passes. Right. And Troy Aikman making zero mention of it. And instead just spending too much time making sexist and misogynistic comments. Sure did. Sure did, Troy Aikman. I mean, that dude's a piece of shit. Troy, <laughs> he just is. And then you pair him with Joe Buck and you're like, oh, oh wow. Do I actually like Joe Buck if I had to pick? Didn't think it was possible, <laughs> but there it is. I had if I gotta pick one, I guess I'm hanging with Joe. <laughs> I got real sad because I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go watch the Manning cast because I just like Eli making fun of Peyton all day and didn't yep. happen last night. Or Dude, two nights SN- ago, whatever it was. <laughs> SNL's cold open last week was a Manning cast thing. Mm-hmm. It was a Miles Teller, man, played a great Peyton Manning, and I was like, yeah. I'm gonna need to see that biopic. That looks that was hilarious. Oh my god. The Manning cast cracks me up because Peyton takes it so seriously, and Eli's just, you know, typical little brother, just kind of making yeah. fun of Peyton as he's taking things too seriously and trying to just screw things up. It's what he's paid to do, man. I, I watch their shows, too. Peyton's places, Eli's places. I like those. Uh, they're kind of fun. Yeah. So, but it's good. I mean, look. <laughs> well, go Chiefs and Raiders suck. So there you go. Good <laughs> there times. you go. Devontae Adams is assaulting people on the sidelines. Oh, my God. What a time <laughs> to be a photographer. I mean, oh, I, man. you know. It, it's like getting out of a car wreck and like checking your neck, even though it doesn't even hurt. And it's like, well, got to pay these hospital bills. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the tweet going around with Lola Bonta's celebration? And it was like the photographer, as soon as the direct deposit hits his bank account, 
Why are you like, doing that? I, I sent it to you. I sent that to you. Were you the one who sent ago. it to me? Oh, well, I saw minutes ago. I saw it earlier today. I haven't oh. checked my phone in the last 15 minutes. <laughs> no, you. There's a whole I... conversation. And I that was my about that uh, one response to your question. Oh, that I didn't even yeah. realize that. Okay. <laughs> okay, I thought you were like, yeah. Did you no, see this? Are I got you kidding you. me. <laughs> that no, I, that's the type. That's where my mind is right now. Is it's it's been a night, but it's all good. It's man. it's a hilarious. Yeah, Devante. Stop! Stop Good. pushing photographers. Hey, he's that's that's your Packer guy right there, man. You probably yeah. loved him once upon a time. I did. Well, I also thought I liked Aaron Rodgers once upon a time. I thought I liked Brett Favre once upon a time. I just hey. need to not get emotionally attached to any Packers player, really. Don't meet your heroes. No, <laughs> you might defraud the state and take welfare funds to build a volleyball stadium, or that's it might been going a... on for years, and we're just now hearing about it. Yeah. Well, and that also. Let's not forget the unsolicited sexual picture he sent somebody at one point. Not great. Uh, let's not well, forget all the Wrangler Jean commercials no one yeah, asked for. The worst huh? of it all. <laughs> <laughs> the so. worst. That's the nail in the coffin for me. Wranglers, come on. Oh, man. But anywho, <laughs> it's as you can tell, Sporting Kansas City season is, is done. Uh, done. They did drop the last game of the year to FC Dallas but you know we'll we'll talk about it a little bit we're not going to break it down too much like we normally do instead we're going to kind of take a a retrospective look at the season and and the craziness that happened and the arc of 2022 and what it means for 2023 but uh but first if you have not yet left us a five star rating and review please go ahead and do so we would appreciate it we yeah. uh we use those to to help other people find the podcast and to try to get a little better and so, to make us feel good. And to make us feel alive. That's all it is. I don't know if you get in your own head sometimes. It's just it's called depression is what it is, right? Mm -hmm. You sit there oh, yeah. and you're like, well, I'm a piece of shit. Like, I just, oh, I suck. <laughs> what can I do anything right? And then sometimes, dude, sometimes if I'm feeling down, I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to go read some of our podcast reviews. <laughs> and I will do that. And then I'll come across a bad one occasionally and I'll be like, ah, I remember when we made fun of that guy. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The good news is there aren't many of those. So no, there's not. And so you you could if you're having a bad day, man, go scroll through the reviews and be like, man, we got some nice people that, that enjoy true. us. That's you know? true. I had some family over uh, to my house the other day, and they were looking at my scarf wall and they were asking about some of the scarves. And I was like, yeah, that one. A listener gave us that one, and oh, a listener shipped us that yeah. one from from Wisconsin, and that's kind of cool. And oh yeah, this, and I was like, damn, like we got yeah we got some cool. So people. they're. So they're aware of your super successful uh, Kansas City-based podcast. Well, I'm not going to brag, but uh, the last time uh, they were in town last year, we were out at the uh, the Boulevard Brew House, and you know, was gifted <laughs> a free beer as as a podcast host. So, yep. And your family was like, "What? <laughs> You're getting free beer? Uh, You're a big deal, Jimmy. You really made something of yourself." Yeah, kind of funny. <laughs> it total total coincidence. It should not have happened, but really appreciate hey, the beer. I I appreciate my father was just like, "Where can I listen to your podcast?" And I'm like, "You ain't gonna listen." But at least he asked. <laughs> my dad. Uh, this is getting way too inside baseball. But my dad and my brother they were driving from LA to San Francisco a couple of weeks to go to SC football game, and it was after uh, we were out in LA for the uh, the LA Galaxy game, and so. Robbie, my brother, wanted to listen because like I was just at this game. I want to hear the breakdown, and I guess he puts it on. And like ten minutes into the podcast, I guess my dad turns to him and goes, 
who, 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 what are we listening to? Who, who is this? <laughs> and Robbie's like, this is your oldest son. <laughs> this is your son. That's your son, Dad. And he was like, it doesn't sound like him. And I was like, what? What is going on? Like, you bought a shirt and you have no idea what I sound like? <laughs> so I was just like, why well, is his voice like that? <laughs> well, literally, he called me, the, you know, a couple days later and he was like, it didn't sound like you. Your voice sounds different. You do something like it, you talk faster and it's higher pitch. Are you in a filter? Do you have like a voice modulator <laughs> box? Thing? Like, oh, I didn't think it was that different from what I normally am. Love you too, dad. <laughs> but I was just like, geez, my God. That's a, well, at least he wasn't like, you sound like you gained weight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's uh, I don't know. But anywho, Let's uh, let's talk. Oh, hey, sorry. Uh, yes. I'd be remiss if I didn't say, uh, did you listen to the new episode last week? Oh, I did. Yeah, little Casey Current-based episode, you guys. Currently. Currently. Go listen to it. You dig it? It's fun stuff, fun little excitement going on. It's It was a really fun experience for me to listen to a podcast on our podcast channel and have no idea what to expect. Yeah. It's, our, it's No Other Pod Network, you know? Yeah, the No Other Pod. No, it was great. I, I loved listening to it. Uh, you and Chris did a fantastic job. You like that theme song? Oh, yeah. A little, oh, yeah. little bit of Radke. That's good shit. So, no, really, really excited to see where that's going, especially with the current and the playoffs coming up. And yeah. uh, I'm excited. I think you two were out at the uh, the groundbreaking. Is that right? That's the deal. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get into all that uh, talk about on tomorrow's that. episode. But that's that's where this, this is cool, man, because if anyone sends us KC Current questions, we obviously filter those for the current episode. You know right. what I mean? So right. it'll be, uh, we can really, you and I can really focus on SKC and not really, not feel guilty about not talking about the women's team. Cause you and I have spoken before and like, man, don't you feel like we should spend more time on the women's team? There's just, there's just not enough time sometimes, right. you know? Right. And so it's like, this will be, this will be cool. And they deserve it. They more than deserve it. Oh yeah. So it's, uh, I'm really, really excited to, to be able to continue to, to hear that podcast grow and, uh, watch you guys, uh, continue to develop it and and learn more about the current myself so yeah really that theme song though i'm telling you people that theme song radke <laughs> go check them out so uh let's let's dive in to the game this week a little bit um as okay. much as you know i may not want to because it means the end of uh soccer season for sporting kansas city uh but maybe that's a good thing in 2022 uh Man, I mean, the lineup, it is what it is. Biggest difference, I guess, Kendall McIntosh was in goal instead of John Pulskamp. So, uh, the, and the that's big... okay. Yeah, I, I no, felt optimistic seeing this starting lineup, you know? McIntosh is great. The, the, I think the thing that's most sad for me, is, and we'll talk about this maybe in a little bit, you can't help but wonder if you've seen the last of Tim Melia in a sporting KC jersey. Oh, that is, uh, that is something to be discussed, right? Yeah. So I mean the, the the injury must have been pretty bad, right? I mean it at least feels that way. was bad enough that it wasn't worth risking further injury to come back in a season that right was meaningless at that point anyway. And look, Melia, he's probably got some years left in him, but he's not as young as he once was. Uh hmm. to quote what is, is that Toby Keith? It's Toby Keith. Yeah, you never <laughs> want to, you don't want to quote him too often. No, probably not. A lot of context where it's not great. But uh <laughs> a lot of context. But, you know, um, I, I feel confident with either Kendall or John Pulskamp. I got a big truck, gonna drink some beers. That's how I sing about. <laughs> That's every song. That's yeah, every basically. Toby Keith song. And America and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, Kindle and uh, and Pulse Camp are, you know, I'm confident in either one back there. And and honestly, uh, you know, we all know what happened. Dallas won two to one. Um, if you look at the XG, it was actually closer to a one-one game. We both had you know about equal shots and shots on target. It's just it's one of those games where you know Sporting KC played halfway decent. I would say the first goal that that Dallas scored in the 32nd minute, uh, Sebastian Legette got credit for it, but it kind of bounced off of uh, Fontas and then got redirected past McIntosh. It wasn't really McIntosh's fault. It just I mean I, I, if it's on anyone, maybe Fontas. I'm not even. It's just kind of bad luck. It it, so, it it is uh did it bounce off Fontas? I thought I, Ben Sweat was, was like sliding in. It, did like, it bounce off it Sweat? I think Ben Sweat was sliding because I, I think the second goal was definitely Fontas losing Paul Areola as he snuck in there. It looked to me now I'm I haven't gone back and rewatched the game because I really didn't care to. But I, I thought it bounced off, and maybe it was off sweat. But I thought it looked like it it deflected off somebody. But I could be wrong. Well, Macintosh kind of got like he was going one way, and then he kind of tried to go back the oh, other. No, way. it deflected for sure. I just don't know who. And I, yeah. I think Ben Sweat kind of blew the assignment. Yeah. Um. And then you know, you could say like I think that's the last of Ben Sweat we've seen. No, he's under contract, so it's not. <laughs> <laughs> he I mean, has another year. Hopefully, it's the last of Ben Sweat starting. But yeah, maybe, but I'll tell you what, let me tell, let me tell you about Ben Sweat, man. He is consistently, he, he has a knack for flair, right? The he man does. gets a field and then dribbles through like three defenders. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And then he freaking, and then, what then you're like, then he'll blow an assignment yeah. and give up a goal. And it's <laughs> like, I gotta tell you, defensive consistency wins games. That flashy flair from an outside back is not what we need. I mean, I, he def Peter Vermees' system is known for having the outside backs push up in the attack, but yeah. you got to be able to track back and, and make up for it. And we've talked about it in the past, uh, having athletic center backs like Ikopara made up for a lot of mistakes that the outside backs might have made by pushing up so high. Unfortunately, Andre Fontas can't quite do that. EC, a little bit more so, but still not in the same way that Ike could. And uh, we don't have, you know, it, it It just, when Sweat makes those mistakes, there's not a lot of cover there for him. And he didn't close down, and then it bounced off Fontes, got redirected. So it is what it is. Um, not great. You go into the half, down 1-0. It's hard to be too mm-hmm. upset because you're like, well, Dallas is a good team. I mean, yeah. They're, and they're... we had chances, man. This game yeah. was very even. I'm talking as as much as chances and shots and fouls, everything, corners, everything mm-hmm. was pretty even. It was. And, uh, you know, 51st minute, Mr. Graham Zusi, the president, comes yeah, in yeah. and uh, he puts the ball in the back of the net. He's showing he's still got it. He's out there saying, no, Mr. Caden Pierre, it's not your time Say yet. Something. I'm still here. Say something about my guy again. Say something. <laughs> I ain't playing anymore. The, uh, you know, the inspiration for your flowing locks, if you will. Absolutely. Uh, can never grow a beard like him. No, you see it though. I'm trying. You're trying. I'm trying to bring it in. It's there. Uh, you know, but his uh, he's just a, an immaculate, immaculate looking man, isn't he? I'm sorry. Call it a man crush. Call it what you will. But uh, hey, I, I will get wrong. a Graham Zusi bro hug someday. It's gonna happen. There you go. And you know, I have to give credit to Daniel Shallowy, who you know, Eric Tommy had the cutback pass, and Daniel Shallowy lifted his leg and, and let that go underneath with a little dummy, and that sprung Graham Zusi. <laughs> I- <laughs> I I'm too 
I'm too programmed with my dogs. You said lifted, lifted his, leg, his leg, and I was just like, yeah, to take a pee, of course. As soon as I said it, I, I knew that's where it was going. I can't, I can't help it. I don't focus on what people say. I focus on how they said it, and that's, that gets me in trouble in my marriage. It's a whole <laughs> thing. I messed up, dude. I need to start paying attention, so I'm sorry. No, it's all good. It's okay. Uh, I, I just, I'm, look, I don't know what the future holds for Graham Zussi. I don't know what the future holds for a lot of players. Uh, I know Zussi, we have an option for 2023 oh, yeah. for Graham we'll Zussi. I assume he will be back, but it's just nice to see that even at the, uh, you know, the, the age of 36, he, Graham Zussi is, um, I think, the oldest player on the team, along with Tim Melia at 36, the oh. two of them. So, you is know, he's still Espinoza out there. as well, or? Roger's 35. Oh, okay. Let, let me tell you this. So you said, uh, you know, shallow, he dummied that ball. I wonder, was it the passer that told him to leave it? Like, that's what that's what a passer mm. says, you know, leave it. Or did Daniel just sense Zussi was coming? Or maybe Zussi said leave it. Yeah. I don't know. You can't ever hear that stuff. It's hard I to wish know. we were playing. I wish we were playing in a in Houston Dynamo Stadium because you could totally hear that <laughs> stuff. But... Well, that's one of the things I, you know, I don't miss 2020. But that was one of the cool things about playing in that bubble in the MLS's back tournament is you could hear that on field communication so well because there were no fans. So. Oh yeah, that was very neat. Just very cool to uh, to see that there. But uh, yeah, shout out to Graham Zusi. You know, it didn't last because. Paul Ariola in the 65th minute ultimately put FC Dallas up. And, you know, again, a couple of defensive mistakes here and there. And then Paul Ariola gets basically a wide open tap and Fontas kind of loses him again. And it is what it is. It's 2-1. That's the end of the game. That's the end of the season. Look but, at Paul uh, Ariola, by the way. Who's had a better turnover from a last year to this year? Yeah, a resurgence. Like, D.C. United keeping me down. The only thing, the only thing that... Uh, you know, he has to his name with DC United is is screaming "Stop gun violence" into a microphone. Everything mm. else with DC United is is trash. <laughs> DC United, not a great team. So yeah, it's uh, but now I he's mean... with Dallas, man, and Dallas is good. Like, look at all those players. Everyone's heard of those players' names. They're they're good, and yeah. I I'm kind of rooting for them in the playoffs because Ooh. they've never they never won MLS Cup, man. Why you say yeah? Ooh? What are they just... rivals of ours? I don't love Dallas. I don't. Come on, you can't hate everyone. Well, you're like, yes, I can. <laughs> I hate four of the teams in the West that are in the playoffs. Well, that's that's over half. Yeah. Come on, you that's got, okay. You know, don't you? So who are you who are you rooting for out of the West then? Minnesota. Minnesota. Sure. Okay. Why not? Our I Midwestern guess. brethren. Sure. All right. So I just, the Dallas I'm, thing never yeah. like, you know, being in this league for so long, but never hoisting that trophy. Like that's a cool story. Um, yeah. And I'm here for the stories. I just, I don't like Austin. I don't like Dallas. I don't like no. the galaxy. I don't like Salt Lake, but I think I actually like Austin less than I like Salt Lake right now. Cause their fan base is annoying. So okay. I kind of hope Salt Lake beat Austin and eliminate okay. them. Cause I don't want Austin to be like, it's our second season. We're already, you know, whatever. <laughs> We're already the best team to ever exist in this it's annoying. It's annoying. Almost as yeah. annoying as Charlotte trying to take a victory lap and dunking on MLS analysts because it's like, y'all said we were going to finish in 12th, but we finished 9th. So we're no. only the second best team to not make the playoffs, even though Listen more than here. half of the division makes the playoffs. Charlotte, we, we stopped listening <laughs> to you after you guys marched with 
tiki torches all right just we kind of take a victory <laughs> lap and like celebrate us we finished ninth out of 14 was that situation in charlotte by the way was that correct charlottesville charlottesville yeah oh i don't know my racism events i'm different, so sorry different states so okay so where was that where's charlottesville where virginia i believe that was a virginia thing yeah not north carolina i'm a, I'm a bad ally yeah. I don't know my shit. Now, the poor people of cut Charlotte, out, North out. Carolina are going to be upset. Yeah, they will. Cut it out. Accuse them of don't being tell anyone tiki, torchy, tiki torch carrying racists. No one will ever hear but, this anyway because you'll totally cut it out, I'm sure. Uh, well, feels like I didn't. So. You're like, well, that <laughs> takes a little little bit of time to do the editing rather than copy and paste. So. But I want Austin to uh, to lose first round, and then I want somebody to be – I mean, out of the – I don't love LAFC, but I'd rather have LAFC than Austin, Dallas, LA, or Salt Lake. Out nah, of the dude, I'm done with LAFC, man. There's a sense of like being born on third base kind of situation, and they get this fancy-ass stadium right in downtown, and they get all this money and players coming in, mm-hmm. and LA Galaxy are just sitting here like looking out the window like, man, you guys got a nice stadium? We're, we're going to just kick it down here in, in Carson, I guess, and, and focus our uh, our attendance on... Carson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's it. I guess like I'm pulling from Minnesota the most, but like if like Cincinnati went on a run, like sure. Get out. Cincinnati? I can't even believe they're there. Like that's yeah, what's well, embarrassing to us. Like, oh, Cincinnati's in the playoffs. We are hot garbage. Yeah. Miami. It'd be kind of funny if they went on a little run. I just. Yeah, because they're, si- they're about to sign Cristiano Ronaldo. So, you know. Well. Ronaldo looks like he wants to be anywhere other than Manchester. He does, but he's doing a great job warming that bench. <laughs> I saw a video today where it's like all he did was like four back passes immediately. The defender kept trying to pass it to Ronaldo, and he just kept immediately passing it back to him. And I was like, this is not oh my. CR7. And then they just celebrated like his 700th something or other goal yeah. or start. I can't remember. And all these smiles. I'm like, are these fake-ass smiles? Like, Probably. they don't like this man, do they? He doesn't want to be in Manchester. Kylian Mbappe doesn't want to be in Paris. It's Nobody wants to be anywhere. It's a weird situation. Erling Haaland is scoring, you know, three hat tricks in eight games when, like, the previous quickest, you know, time to three hat tricks was something like 48 games. He's just... Erling Targaryen, I assume you're talking it, well, about? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's a descendant of the, the Targaryen clan. He's heir to the Iron yep. Throne. Just so, rode in on his dragon. That's how he gets scores off so many goals. Beep, beep. Make sure to lock it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but look, Peter, he was very complimentary of the team across the whole season, honestly, after the game. He said the guys have had a really good attitude all throughout the season. They really have. There's a difference between having a bad attitude and losing your confidence. Unfortunately, there was a period where we lost our confidence. We've had a lot of guys off the field for a lot of different reasons. Sometimes it's the way it gets you. It is what it is. But I will say the attitude and the mentality of the guys have been great. They've given a tremendous effort. And for that, I'm incredibly thankful. He goes on to say, you know, basically, you know, with the guys coming back next year and some time off and everything else, I believe that we will be in a different place a year from now. But we've got a lot of work to do between now and then. So he's not wrong. We're, mm -hmm. we're, We're having fun. Yes. Like we started to look like we were actually having fun playing this game and that's been that's been fun for us to watch as well Mm -hmm. it's been very it's been almost a tale of two halves of the season the first half was awful we don't need to really revisit it we all remember the fire vermes period of 2022 
uh, that you and I were never on board with, but a non-silent contingent of the online fan base was, was very much on the Fire Vermees train. And then he brought in Agata, he brought in Tommy, he made some adjustments, and then the second half was a different year. I think we all understand and agree that we'd be a playoff team if that was the team for the entire year. Underscores the importance of Alan Polito and Gadi Kina to the success of this team as well. Now we have two players in each of those positions that are very capable and will uh, will push to make everybody better next year. So it's, um, I don't know, oh. it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the offseason. Looking at the standings, I mean, we finished 12th, right? And mm-hmm. that's barely above Houston and San Jose. Big yes. freaking deal. I would have liked to finish above Seattle. It is what it is. But we we could have – can you imagine if there was, like, another month to this season? Imagine what we could have done. Like, yeah. it's it's insane to think. Um, team really got going, man, and and it's fun, and now we – I don't know. You gonna watch these playoffs? You gonna you gonna try to take yeah, it? Yeah, no, I'll watch. I mean, every I'm bit ve- of it. I'm very glad that Portland did not make it because Merritt Paulson can go, you know, jump off a bridge. Hey, I, so, I see that you're very uh, very big advocate uh, in blowing up their Twitter. To uh... I just I'm like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I had to call you out though because you left out a very important. I did, uh, yeah, I, word. I had to fix it. I had a typo. I, I said I Merit... was like, you're not doing the Lord's work here if you're not going to say <laughs> what you mean to say. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to say that Merritt Paulson should sell the team, and I forgot the word sell, so it just said Merritt Paulson should the team. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, he, just, didn't he make should sense. become the team. Like he is the team. <laughs> but he uh <laughs> it's just he keeps saying I'm I'm gonna step aside, I'm removing myself from operation. Well you said that three days ago. Now you're just saying the same thing over again. Nothing's changing. Yeah. Sell sell the Nothing's club. Changing. You're hey, what about... a terrible owner and a trash person. What about the badass uh you know supporter shield race that Philadelphia and uh LAFC had going on with mm-hmm. Montreal nipping at their heels? Yeah. Like they LAFC won on the tiebreaker because they had more wins than Philly. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think they knew that like a week ago, didn't they? Or no? Was it? Did it come down to the very end? Oh, I, I guess mean, it did. Come it down would to have. The very they end. tied on points. You're right. You're right. For some reason, I was thinking that. Well, what was LAFC? LAFC who did they play to end the season? I don't know. I don't pay they... attention to them. <laughs> Yeah, no, they. I think they knew that they won the Supporter Shield a week ago because they lost to Nashville. So there was no way How that Portland. How can you know that you won it if you 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 tied with Port? You tied with Philadelphia because yeah. because there was no way for Philly to catch LAFC. They couldn't catch them on tiebreakers because I think didn't Philly? They won their last game this week, didn't they? And so they got up to sixty-seven oh, points, but that only right. got them to. Uh, because um, LAFC lost the game, yeah. So LAFC had it locked up. You're right. Yeah. So I think still, LAFC had it, but but still, it it was looks good cool on paper. It does, and and it was a, a a you know, all the way up to the second to last week. It's it, it's still a good race. It, it was a competitive season for uh, the the top teams across both divisions or both conferences. Um, Philly's a very good team. Philly and Montreal, they could both very easily make a run to win MLS Cup. Montreal on the road, man. 11-4-2 on the road. That's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. They're the only team across MLS to have double-digit wins on the road this year. That's pretty wild. Uh, I remember when Sporting was Road Warriors a while back. Like They were just good on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, Montreal has, a, has had a big glow-up this year, man. It's been... It's been weird. 
Yeah, like they're the, good. These teams, the 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 years just turn on their head. The leagues just turn on their head. You know. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's interesting. And uh, what will be funny is that so aren't they going back to the Montreal Impact next year? Montreal what? Impact CF. I think they're Are going back. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I they announced so it. I'm so bored with this. You just can't <laughs> change your name and then change it back because you don't like it. Like, what the hell is that? I'm, Can I'm you imagine confirming going that and right changing now. your name? And you should never change your name, by the way. Jimmy Mack just sounds way too made up to change it. Like, you have to always keep your name in case you were thinking, you know, in case you were thinking about changing it. Well, it, <laughs> I'm wondering, they're at least changing their crest back. Okay, so they're staying. Let me clarify. They're staying CF Montreal, but they're going back to a, a very impact type crest. They're already Just getting changing rid of the, crest. Who, yeah. Why are you paying designers money you don't need to? I mean, it's amazing how many soccer teams cannot get this right the first time. How many times do we see them come out with a crest? Everybody hates it. And they're like, ah, my bad. Let's do this again. I, I would like to hear from people that were here for sporting's rebranding. And because mm -hmm. I don't I don't know anything about it. I don't know if there was any kind of backlash. People didn't like about it. That what the name, the crest, the colors. They what? didn't like the name. They thought it, you know, it was this Euro style name. Uh, there was a little yeah. bit of a backlash against Sporting Kansas City. Oh, it sounds too generic. Uh, it, it's it's not us. There's nothing meaningful about it, etc. Uh, and then it grew on people. Yeah. So you know, I think uh, if you go back and listen to our episode from God knows how long ago, a couple years ago maybe, with uh, Chad Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he talked a little bit about because he was around That's for right. for that That's time. Right. So. He talks a little bit about it, but it's, uh, yeah, it grew on people for sure. But I appreciate that at least we're still the only sporting in MLS. I'm oh, going to be course. pissed if, like, some other team tried to come in and be like, we're sporting Las Vegas or whatever. I it's would like, hate no, that. Get out of here. I would hate that so much. It's nice to feel unique, and we're not just another FC team. Uh, I just, I, I hate that. I hate that some teams have, like, FC and something else in their name. Who am I thinking of? I'm drawing a damn blank there. Like the Seattle Sounders FC? Mm, there's SC. There's Orlando City SC. Yeah, there's SC's. Um, oh, St. Louis City SC. Minnesota United FC. Don't yeah. put United and FC. That's not, <laughs> that's not a thing. That's not something you do. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I just... I'm I'm glad that Sporting KC is Sporting KC and we're the only sporting and, and hope that it stays that way. Absolutely. So, um but look the season's over. It is what it is. I'll be watching the playoffs. I won't be that emotionally invested. I'll be a little bit more of a neutral, which is fine, because as long as I don't know, Austin doesn't win it really, I'll be happy. So We'll Orlando see. City SC. Don't put city in your name and SC. St. Louis City. Stupid. St. Louis City FC. What are we doing? Too many words. Not a fan. Too many Ma words. We're Sporting KC United. Stupid. I'm mean, still better still better than having an <laughs> FC. But KC sounds like FC, you know? It's yeah. It's not great. It's not my favorite. So uh now we turn toward twenty twenty three uh Tom wow. Bogert on MLSsoccer.com last Thursday put up an article where he spoke with uh, Alan Polito and Gotti Kinda. Uh, he was asked. Uh, he spoke or, with them. Well, I guess he didn't speak with them. He's he's. I should clarify. He uh, he's summing up the media. He's summing. Yeah. He he gotcha. 
pulled quotes from the media scrum. Gotcha. Uh, Polito was asked if he planned plan to be back at Sporting Kansas City in 2023 because there were some reports that were, well, I say reports. It was like a dude out of I mean, Mexico. That's a generic, that's a gen- genuine question that was asked about. Yeah. He, uh, Polito says, yes, I have a contract and I'm very happy here. I'm very focused on sporting. I want to score a lot of goals and help the team get to first place. Joke's on you, Mr. Reporter Man. Trying to get the scoop. Like, Alan's just going to be like, actually, I've been in talks with Chivas. Spanish, Spanish, Spanish. And I would like to go back there because I'm sad here. Like, you're not going to get the scoop, bruh. Yeah. Um, Basically, we didn't learn a ton, but both Polito and Kinda should be back to full training by the start of preseason and have a full camp. Um, Kinda said that he thought he was going to be back this year. Then I felt a lot of pain. It was very hard for me. I was training, then couldn't play. But it's life. Injuries are part of the game. Um, We knew all that. Yeah. And, you know, Polita and Kinda obviously are going to have to compete with Willie Gata and Eric Tommy. And uh, Kinda said, they're very good players. I want to come back and play with them. It's good to play with very good players. It's easy. I think next season is going to be a very good season. So we'll see. And and Polito, he goes, I'm very grateful to play on a team with talented players and high level competition. Competition brings out the best in me and everyone will have an even better season and I'll continue to fight for my spot. So they're saying the right stuff. I am interested to see that happen. I I just, oh man, to have two strikers of that caliber on the team, those, those fighters just hungry for goals. Mm -hmm. I want to see that. And we have not seen enough of Alan Polito. No. We have not, but I think I truly think we're going to see a better Alan Polito in 2023 than we've seen with Sporting KC yet. If, if what they're saying about his injury is true and this is the healthiest he's been, I think we're going to see the best Alan Polito we've seen in Sporting KC Jersey. So we'll see. Hope so. Uh, let's see here. Let's get to some thoughts and questions from around Twitter. Uh, Drake. Drizzy Dizzy Drake on Twitter says, It's crazy to think how bad SKC was this season, yet when it comes down to it, if we had just won two games earlier this season, we could have been in the playoffs. That gives me a lot of hope for next season. Time to rebuild our defensive line, then go again. So, I mean, he's right. You flip a couple of results here and there, and suddenly we're not in 10th place. We're in, you know, 6th, 7th place, and we're there in the playoffs. So, Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's not that far away. It's not. Um, seems like a lot further away, though, since season used to go till the end of October, and now it's over at the beginning. Yeah. Feels weird. It does feel a little weird, but, you know, I think uh, we'll see. Um, Chip Colmia says, given that SKC has the seventh highest in guaranteed compensation for defenders based on the April 15th rosters and was 19th in goals allowed out of the 28 teams, what kind of defensive moves would you want? Would you want to keep or drop Fontas and or EC given their one million plus salaries? Well, I think one of them goes right. Yeah, so if both you, of them go, I, I well, it's very possible. If either of them stick around, it might be EC. Uh, Fontas is out of contract. I don't necessarily see us re-signing him to a contract. Um, I also don't really see us picking up EC's contract option option for his salary the way it is um now it's a little scary in some capacity to get rid of both of your first choice center backs that leaves you with uh courtney ford and robert volader as the most experienced center backs on the roster (laughs) Um, 
And I don't think that's probably what you want to go into 2023 with counting on Courtney Ford and Robert Bolter as your primary starting center backs. Not that they can't one day be that, but that's a huge risk. Yeah. So we'll see. But I mean, Peter said we have a lot of work to do between now and next year. So I think some of that's roster work. I, I almost, I have expected to hear some roster moves like this week. Because um, they releasing can't. this morning, which means later today, they're going to announce their roster moves. Oh, for sure. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's like they could they could have announced it on Monday. However, that that would suck. Like you're literally using their training facility for with their recovery tools and stuff. <laughs> oh, like by that. the way, you're not going to be here next year. By the way, pack your shit. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, can I can I finish on this roller real quick? Like, <laughs> can I get a smoothie on my way out? Can I, yeah. Can I finish this massage gun session? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I, I don't, I mean, center backs and the number six, man, those are the two biggest ones. Daniel Gooden asked, do we still need a number six and a center back or is there more? I mean, center back six and depending on how confident you are in Ndenbe, maybe you bring in another left back option. Maybe you bring in another right back option, depending on how confident you are in Pierre and Zussi. Um, I, you know, I think I'm also interested to see what happens with Jean East this year. I would not be surprised if Jean East is not on this team next year. Oh, wow. I know he's under contract until 2024. He did not seem like he was all in and Peter didn't seem like he was all in on Jean East. That might be one of those things where you go, you know what? Hey, thanks, but no thanks. And they mutually part ways. What do you do? Leave him, un- leave him unprotected in the, uh, expansion draft or try to trade him. I, I don't know that anybody, I mean, I don't know. You can't just mutually part ways. Like, what, just, don't you got to pay him out his money? No, you can. I think there's ways around it. You could do a buyout really? in the off season if you want to. You could do your one time buyout. There, but I also think there are ways where, because like Jose Mari, he was still under contract and he just went away. Yeah. So, it's, would love uh, to hear more about that. That sounds like a juicy freaking story. Yeah, I'm not sure we'll ever truly find out what happened there. But we'll never know. I mean, Johnny, he's under contract until 2024. I just. I don't know the expansion draft rules for the U22 players, and he's a U22 player. Uh, I haven't looked into that yet. We are eligible to have a player picked in uh, the expansion draft. Um, it's not going to be a homegrown player, but, I mean, I don't know. that You know a player, and this kind of ties into a question that uh, Greg on Twitter asked. He said, I'm, or a, a comment, I guess, he goes, I'm worried Mealy is heading to St. Louis next season. If Melia's left unprotected, that's in that's I mean, well, no, okay, timeout. He's not going to St. Louis next season. They got Roman Berkey. I just remembered. Oh, Berkey's there's he he was the, the 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 Dortmund goalkeeper for a while. He's I think he's Swiss. He's he's a pretty famous 31-year-old international soccer player. Okay, so they don't they're not taking a keeper. They're not going to take. Yeah, no. He he made 176 appearances from 2015 to 2022 uh with Borussia Dortmund. I'm pretty sure well, he's a, a designated player. That being said, we are not immune from being part of this expansion draft this year. No. Somebody could get picked. And I think, yeah. you know, the the people who are most likely to be unprotected, Uri Rosell, Ben Sweat, um Kendall McIntosh could be unprotected. Timelia could be unprotected. Homegrowns are automatically protected, I believe. It's I mean, Kyrie Shelton could be unprotected. So, we'll see. Is Kyrie's contract up this year or next year? Kyrie's contract is... He's got an option for this year. Okay, gotcha. So, it's it's 
No, oh, man, I'm getting excited. Every offseason, I get excited about this <laughs> stuff, you know? Anything is possible. So fun. So, we'll see. Why beat around the bush, though? Why not start getting to work here and give yourself a, a faster offseason? You know, the faster you take care of this stuff, the faster you can relax if you're part of the technical team. Yeah, it's true. But I think we'll find out in the next day or two what some of these roster moves are. Probably. You're right. It's going to drop today. If they don't pick up EC's option, that doesn't necessarily mean they won't try to bring him back cheaper if they can. I could see that being an option. Yeah, I'd attempt to do so. We'll see. Uh, Kevin Lopez, SKC Fan TV, says, How are we feeling after Dallas and the bitter ending of our season? I, I mean, we we kind of covered it, but I'm not feeling any sort of way after dropping it to, to Dallas. I mean, we ended no. the homestand on a high note, and that's what mattered. It feels fine. I, I like that VAR worked in our favor, you know, to disallow that mm-hmm. that goal from Paul Ariola. He could have had, uh, you know, two goals. So, what an unfortunate last name, by the way. I, I know it's such a childish way of thinking on my end, but uh, just a, just a very unfortunate last name. I'm sure he's heard it his entire <laughs> childhood. <laughs> um, November 11th, by the way, is the MLS expansion draft, and the list of players eligible mm. will be released by uh, MLS Communications on November 10th. St. Louis City can select up to five players. They have three minutes for each selection, which I think is hilarious that they put a time. Like, they know exactly who they're picking ahead of time. This isn't. Yeah. Like, they don't need to make this a real thing. Like, don't televise it or anything. Like, just submit a list and call it a day, right? You know, get in right. a Zoom chat and just type it out. So, the 23 clubs that are eligible to have a player selected can protect 12 players from their senior and supplemental rosters. Um, if a club protects a player, they are not obliga- obligated to exercise the player's option. Uh, I'm trying to see here. Designated players are not automatically protected, so they're going to have to protect all the DPs. Um, and if a player has a no-trade clause, the club must protect him. So there's that. But, yeah, so we're going to have to protect up to 12 players. Uh, it's very possible that we get somebody picked this year. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see. So the teams that are uh, exempt from having somebody selected are Austin, Atlanta, DC United, LAFC, and NYCFC. So cool, cool. There you go. We'll probably revisit this again in a month, but here we are. For sure. Um, And then let's see here. This is an interesting one. Techno Viking Kev Mendo says, "We know the new jersey for 2023 is a primary jersey. What kind of design elements would you want to see on it?" And, you know, Ooh. we won't know this really until February or yeah, mid to end February probably is when we'll get the jersey reveal. So we're still a good four months away. Sure. But we can dream. Well, you got to think if you're, your secondary is a basic, you know, kind of not basic, but uh, pretty much a solid color mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. then you're not going to have a solid color for your primary. Probably um, not. It'll be a light blue of some sort, obviously, with sporting blue. Some stripes of some sort. I always like the vertical stripes. You know, I like that one that was uh, vertical stripes with the white collar. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a nice one. The, the material felt really cool. Um, I wouldn't su- like a cloth shirt. I wouldn't be surprised to see a return to vertical stripes in some way. It's been a minute since we've had vertical stripes. We just got a state line kit this year, so we're not going to get state line. We're coming off of a hoops shirt for our primary, yeah. so it's probably not going to be hoops. Um. It could be something totally off the wall. I mean, the tire track one was kind of totally out of nowhere. Yeah, so. I hate 
I hate that it was called the tire track one. That uh, it just feels bad. <laughs> it feels wrong. I mean, I don't think that's what the club called it, but that's what everybody else kind of called it. Things, things, things designers don't think about, you know? No. So, uh, vertical stripes, you never know. I also kind of like the ones that, you know, I think uh, Roma does this very well, where there's like a sublimated map of the city, like real subtle on it. Like those are always really cool. I like Something that. Like I think that. Uh, I think the Chicago women's team had like all of the the train uh, map on their yeah. jerseys. Yeah, showed all the L train stops. I thought that was kind of neat. Be kind of cool, you know, some of those bridges that go over the river, going from downtown Kansas City north, that kind of have some of like the support beams, or or even um, some. I don't know. There's just some really uniquely shaped bridges or buildings in downtown Kansas City. Being able to take some design elements from something like that could be kind of cool. Yeah, I don't absolutely. Know. We'll see. I have family in town here, like I said, and uh, they've been fascinated by how prevalent in Kansas City uh, the shuttlecock is, you know, mm. like out front of Nelson. They're like, what is going on? Why is this everywhere? And I'm like, it's Kansas City. It's, there's, That's the thing. It's famous. <laughs> so, you know, that'd be kind of funny if we got that in there a little bit more prevalent. So we'll see. I, I doubt mean, we'll see already that. On, it's already on this year's jersey. It's on the, yeah, it is, but... Who knows? Yeah. So, uh, but appreciate the question. And then uh, last, I got an email from Richard Sanchez. Uh, thank you so much for uh, the amazing season. You two were definitely a highlight for me and my fiance getting up in the AM and driving work together. Listing always made it so much more entertaining. I'm so oh, thankful cool. this season. We played so crappy at the start. If we didn't, we wouldn't have players like Tommy and Agata. So it's a blessing and a curse of the season. Really interesting perspective. I like it. And then yeah. he says, uh, my question for you two is, what next year justifies a Vermes out position? Oh, man. What, missing the playoffs again? That's the only thing I can think. I mean, at this point, right now, I think the Vermes out position is a far away thought of the past. Like, there's really oh, yeah. not anybody with any sort of, you know, consistent veracity who is any sort of sane person still banging the Vermes out drum. Nah, man, he uh, totally redeemed himself. It was a big deal. <laughs> so I, I think it would take another collapse of 2022 proportions after having a healthy Polito and Kinda and Agata and Tommy and whatnot. It, it, you'd have to miss the playoffs again in pretty spectacular fashion for there to be that level of heat on Peter Vermees. Yeah, I agree. So, but... uh well, I guess we'll have plenty of time to talk MLS Cup playoffs, so I don't really want to spend time doing predictions or whatnot on that. But uh, there, when do those when do those kick off? Uh, those kick off Saturday, I think. This Saturday, okay. This Saturday, that's the fifteenth. Yeah, fifteenth. Yep, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. There's two games on the fifteenth. It's uh, LA versus Nashville, LA Galaxy versus Nashville, uh, at at 2 p.m. Central, and then we have uh, the Red Bulls versus Cincinnati at 11 a.m. Central. My God, that's so early. And then, How of course, on Monday game, though, wouldn't you love to? Uh, why would you want to go to a playoff game on Monday? That just that's terrible. I don't know, but on Sunday, you could watch NFL football, or you could watch Austin FC against Real Salt Lake, or Kansas City Current. Or you could watch that. I mean, that's the real. And look, I hear there's a new podcast about the Kansas City Current. 
that you should be listening to. It's taking off, dude. It's doing wonders, bringing in great revenue. (laughs) Oh, is it? Yeah, you're... You, you don't see any of it, though, because you're not a part of it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess before we call it a week, I did want to mention a couple of uh, couple of MLS news and notes. Uh, Columbus Crew fired Caleb Porter. They did. So that's fun. Caleb Porter's uh, not my favorite player or favorite coach, favorite guy. He's a little, he's a little smug, and obviously he was uh, around in Portland in 2015 when – they beat us in the double post game, so not really. And they looking... went on to beat Columbus in MLS Cup. Yeah, and then he went to Columbus, and um, yeah, I don't. I just I've never really been a big fan. So, um, it's just I don't know, not not something that I really feel too bad about for him. I think it's just uh, he's not my favorite person. So there's that. Um, but they fired him. Um, St. Louis City SC. It's going to take me a while to get their name right. Obviously, they have Roman Berkey, their goalkeeper. Um, they had some interesting comments. Um, their sporting director, whose name I'm not even going to begin to try to pronounce, uh, says, We're not really on the hunt for any more DPs. We don't need DPs. In my world, there are no designated players. The only reason our two DPs are here is because of transfer fees. Otherwise, we wouldn't have DPs. We believe in the DT, the designated team. So who who said this? That was the sporting director of St. Louis City SC, Lutz Fannensteel. Well, listen here, Lutz the putts. If you can't get on board with MLS rules, mm-hmm. then then you're probably not gonna have a job too long. Like yeah. I can't. What kind of way of thinking is that? Everyone knows. There's a DP. And good luck convincing the rest of the players on your team that this DP is actually part of the DT and he's not making 10 times the money that you are. Right. Well, <laughs> you and his quote gets better. That's not even the end of it. He continues, we don't need a PR player. We will have our stadium full regardless. If we play against a Disney 11 with Goofy in goal and Pluto as number nine, we'd still be sold out. This guy com- comes to, I assume he's not from America. Is that right? Oh, what's the name? Lutz Fennenstiel. I'm, I'm yeah, assuming not, but. Sounds very, yeah, it's very uh, bratwursty. If, if you, uh, to come in and, and, you, and make these Disney references, it's because that's what Europeans know he's about German. America is, hey, y'all got Disney down there, don't you? Yeah, it's good to, <laughs> I hear you're raising prices and whatnot. He's, he's German, and it is funny because I, I guess it does kind of fit the German, like German efficiency. We do not need a player. We need a, a, the designated team. We all have equal well, parts. Well, now you just team. sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> get to the chopper. Get to the chopper, and we're going to get the DP. Dasha, oh, Dasha, Branza, Vixen. What the hell? It's turbo time. It's not the tumor. <laughs> now that we've offended all the Austrians. Well, God, I'm just telling you, man, who, it's not, we don't have DPs. No, no, you do. Like, that's just false. That That is what you're saying is false. Right. You have two of them. One of them's a very successful Bundesliga goalkeeper. The other one's a 25-year-old I mean, Brazilian striker. Yeah. I mean, so. it's like being at work, like, like, yeah, we don't, we don't have managers. We have higher level team members. And it's like, well, does this higher level team member still make 10 times the amount that I do? Well, I'm still pissed and don't care for them (laughs) it's very dumb i hate it pretty dumb 
I hate okay, it. Okay, good good for him. Goofy and goal. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. And uh the other the other news I think that um is somewhat interesting is it doesn't sound like the relationship with Atlanta United and Joseph Martinez is very good. Uh, it hasn't been for a while, but um, the manager of Atlanta United, Gonzalo Pineda, he was quoted as saying, uh, the relationship with him, meaning Joseph, I assume is good. We don't speak quite as often as in the past. I don't have anything against him. He doesn't have anything against me. So, I mean, that's that's cool. a, a wonderful sign for your star player when you're like, I think it's good. We don't have anything against each other. That's it's a wonderful something I'd relationship. Love. Yeah, everyone would love to hear their boss say that about them. Right. So I just, Oh, my gosh. It's, uh, well, it's I'm, a wild Well, I'm here time. with the popcorn for uh, Atlanta United collapse, St. Louis City, tomfoolery. Like, I'm just, I'm just watching it all and hoping that they're bad. And I will make a trip to St. Louis every year. I will go to those games to see like, their that's Disney really 11. close to see their Disney 11. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just, to, to, you know, eat their decent vegan food in town. They got a pretty good scene down there, my friend. Well, that might be true. I just, I strongly prefer Kansas city over St. Louis. Well, so. yeah, as a whole, but I mean, if you're going to go watch an away game, why wouldn't you go? Oh man? yeah, I'll drive I down. I got room in the car. Hop in. I'll hop in there and go for a little three-hour road trip Ab- and absolutely. You know, go check out the uh, their new stadium that continuously floods and loses power or whatever continues to happen there. Is that a thing? Oh yeah, they had to. Ca- they were supposed to play St. Louis City two games there, and uh, they kept canceling them because or moving them to a different venue because part of the stadium was flooding and it was losing power and oh, man. yeah. I live under a rock, I guess. It hasn't even I, opened I yet. Wow. So very cool. <laughs> but <laughs> good good for them. So Yeah. Well that's about all I got. It's you look, it was a weird and wild twenty twenty two season for sporting Kansas City. Uh but I'd be lying if I didn't say weirdly that I'm ending this year on a more optimistic note than I have the last couple of times we've been knocked out of the playoffs. I think there's yeah. a lot of hope for 2023 for Sporting Kansas City. Yeah, I really didn't feel as sad. You know what I mean? It just it's been fun to watch these these games this past few months and uh you know, we just we just dug ourselves a hole a little too deep and mm-hmm. uh that's okay. Hey, we almost dug out of it, couldn't quite do it, but there's positive momentum for next year. So, I'm looking forward to it. We'll be back throughout the off season. There's plenty more to talk about continue to think of your questions and, and we'll obviously keep up on all the news and rumors and whatnot for sporting KC. We'll be here yeah. throughout MLS cup playoffs. We'll talk about the roster moves when they inevitably happen two hours after we release this episode. So definitely. And like, like the TIFO of probably Eric Tommy said, we'll be back. We'll be back. Uh, there was some, there's some discussion. I knew there was, there was an Arnold's there natural was. transition there. But did you know there's some discussion on who that is on that TIFO? Some, you mean it's I mean, not Eric Tommy? I say it's Eric Tommy, and I think other people say it's Eric Tommy, and Eric Tommy even helped paint himself. I think yeah. he was there. Who else could but, it be? Uh, people, people have said like, "Well, that's shallowy, right?" And I'm like, "No, is it, this can't, this can't be real." Like, you it's know, it's very Eric Tommy, clearly right? Eric Tommy. That's what I was thinking, but uh, you know, there's go go out there and look, man. There's some uh, discrepancy, if you will. Well, they're wrong. So. <laughs> getting in a fight with you sounds fun <laughs> <laughs> well you're wrong oh my goodness um 
anywho, that's all we got this week for uh, Your poor girlfriend. For no, <laughs> I don't fight like that. <laughs> that's not how those conversations go. Well, you're incorrect. No. Next, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening to No Other Pod and sticking with us through the 2022 season. Like we said, we'll be around for the off season, and uh, there's plenty more Kansas City soccer to be excited about with the Kansas City Current uh, starting their playoff journey this weekend. So make sure you check out currently tomorrow with Dan and Chris, and uh, That's right. we'll see what happens. You never know what's going to pop up on uh, currently from week to week. See you there. So uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at NoOtherPod, at Dan Kuzer, at JCMax03. Shout out to Chris, Chris Wright 21 Give him a follow on Twitter. And uh, yeah, make sure you leave us that five-star rating and review, either for no other pod or for currently. We'd like to hear the feedback on currently as well, so get on there, leave that five-star rating and review. Uh, for either one, or uh, be like Richard, shoot us an email, nootherpod at gmail.com, whether about uh, the Sporting KC, No Other Pod, or Kansas City Current, currently episodes. Uh, but until next week, he's Dan, I'm Jimmy, we'll catch y'all later. See ya. Beer and guns and trucks and American Jesus. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.